Hello, and welcome to the second episode of the People Around Town Community Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Michael Cropper, and I'm happy to bring you this podcast. My purpose is to connect with people from all backgrounds. Everyone has a story to tell. Everyone has life worth living. And we can all create more joy in our lives. Why not enjoy each other's stories and learn from each other? If you're interested in sharing about yourself, please go to peoplearoundtown.com and send me a message. This second episode is with Brianna. She's an intuitive counselor and clairvoyant coach. Part of her work is emotional healing and clarity coaching for heart-centered women. Here you go. Okay, I'm here with Brianna. And uh, Brianna, tell me about yourself. Where, where are we right now? Where are we? We're like in we're Reno. In a re- living room in Reno. We're in re- comfy rocking chairs. <laughs> comfy rocking chairs. After a lovely mud bathing experience in Paul's amazing greenhouse clay bed, which if you haven't tried, I'm sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> Most people haven't tried it. They will know what you're talking about. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, so, so yeah, I'm here with Brianna. Um, Brianna, where are you from? Originally? Like where was I born? Or like yeah, where tell me your up? history. Where mm. are you born? Where'd you grow up? Well, I was born in Fort Worth, Texas. Oh, cool. In, on December 19th, 1986. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> At 12.21 a.m. Okay. I like that number. Anyways, I, um, but I grew up mostly in Arkansas, in Hot Springs, Arkansas, which is kind of one of one small liberal pocket in Arkansas besides Fayetteville and Eureka Springs. Okay. And, um, cool. Yeah, and I've lived in Portland, I've lived in India, I've lived in Europe, I've lived now in Reno, Nevada. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're in Reno, Nevada right now. You live down in Washoe? I live in Washoe, yeah, which is just south of here. Yeah. Cool. What brought you here? What brought me here? A guru brought me here. Okay, tell me about this guru. Um, this guru, his name is Sat Sri. He has a community in Washoe Valley. And he did a workshop in Seattle that I went to. And my acupuncturist was a friend of mine from another spiritual community, introduced me to him. And I went to a workshop and then (laughs) followed him to Washoe Valley. And there I have stayed. Cool. Yeah. You've been here for a few years now? Yeah, I mean, I came here originally in 2012. um, But then I went to India not too long at the end of 2012 and then I stayed in India for a year and a half. I I came back twice in that time um, for short periods of time and uh, then after that I came back then I moved to Portland then I came back again. Cool. So going to India what was uh, what was your goal going to India? Mm. Well my goal really I was doing spiritual path like very intensely so I was just following my teacher around basically and he was going to India and I had already been to India so I actually went a little earlier than he went that year and went back to Oroville which is a place I went before and um, I've heard of Oroville mm -hmm, never been there you've been there never been there oh yeah it's it's a really neat place I like it a lot 
and um, so I went back there and my goal in India was just to really deepen my connection to God and spirit and my own evolution and um, just following where that took me. Yeah. So how did that change you? How did that impact you? Oh, wow. Yeah. Large. It was a very large impact. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Some teachings, there are different teachings about spirituality, right? And different sure. goals about that. But uh, one of the goals in like Satri's yoga and some other yogas is self-realization, right? So okay. self-realization is, and the self, for, for my definition, it's really, it's both your own individual connection with your own individual spirit, but you're also how that's connected to the larger like oneness, you know? And um, I really got a strong foothold in that when I was meditating basically like so much all the time and doing like when I was in India with my teacher I did like you know meditation a lot and also 10-day retreats silent retreats and um so silent for a whole day, 10 days yeah, yeah no speaking no speaking no well I've never done that yeah yeah there, vipassana is a great way that you can experience that actually mm. um I did that first that's I did that a long time ago when I first went abroad in like 2008 okay yeah where was that in 2008 um i did my vipassana in italy, in italy. which was an amazing place to do vipassana okay but was you can it do ananda it. or anything like that uh no no you can do it here okay you just look up vipassana it's based on the teachings of this guru goinka hmm. um yeah and it's all donation based which is really sweet sweet about it cool mm -hmm. sounds like you've just had a lot of cool uh, spiritual awakening experiences. Um, that's awesome. So I want to ask you, what what brings you the greatest joy in your life? <laughs> How do you find joy? Mm. I find joy in my heart. I think that's probably the place where there's like this tangible experience of joy. Cool. And um, for me, the heart is really that intersection of body and spirit. And when I'm really in that, that is probably the most joyful state. And there's no thoughts to that. There's no like, mm -hmm. um, it's a real like immersion into this place of that, of connection okay. and like aliveness. What brings you there? Are there any activities that bring you there? That, uh, well, like... being in the clay bread definitely brings me okay. there, which is really fun. Yeah. Um, meditation does bring me there, which I use it a lot for that. Uh -huh. um, but probably the best ways to access it for me are often elementally, like with nature. So like with the clay bed or with water, with rivers. I um, am very into water as well. So the ocean or the fire, being with the fire definitely gets me there. The wind can get me there as well if I'm like really opening to that. But I, I have that access inside of me. So, I mean, I can access it a lot. But those are the most tangible, like, um, you can't see my hands, but I'm making a motion with them. Yeah. <laughs> where it's overflowing, where it's that joy of connection is not just with me, but it's with the environment as well and okay. nature. Cool. Yeah, and the beingness of that. Cool. 
I love that. Um, so, like in your journey, what uh, what difficult hurdles have you overcome in your life mm. to get to your place of being connected with your joy? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I have. I was a joyful. Like I was always quite connected. And awesome. one of my realizations, actually, on the spiritual journey was. When I was with my guru, he, you know, talked about awakening experiences and things like that. And, and I was like, wow, I've always been awake. I've actually been awake since I was like really young, you know, that's like awesome. was born awake. I'd say that's really rare. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's a lot of us sleeping. I still struggle with that. But. <laughs> yeah. Well, I fall asleep too, but I'm awake a lot now. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and I think... Um, like you're emphasizing joy, which I really love. And a lot of people, you know, emphasize awake has to be this grueling, grinding experience. Uh Like it's not really that way for me. Uh And I don't, that's not how I, it can be that way for me. And I've definitely gone through like in retreats, you know, when you're in silence, I mean, every retreat I would go through like a huge emotional (laughs) grueling. Yeah. Dregs in the trenches. Oh, type yeah, of for sure, for okay. sure. <laughs> okay. But thankfully, I have a lot of help. <laughs> yeah. I had my teacher as help. I had, I had teachers before that as help. And like for me, like I said about the elements, I felt really connected to nature and the elements and fire is a huge teacher for me. So I was always able to also contact that. Okay. How does, how does fire teach you? Mm, how does fire teach me? Yeah. I also don't want to get around the question of what hurdles I've gone through because I've gone through a ton. Um, but fire, um, for me as a being, like it's alive as are all the elements really, but I have the closest connection with that because, um, because I've, I had a lot of experience in something, a community called the sacred fire community. And that community has strong ties to the Huichol peoples who are indigenous people of, um, Mexico and um, for them grandfather fire is alive and that's how they reference and grandfather fire is a specific fire being okay and so um, I had a lot of contact with that and could contact it whenever I kind of needed okay yeah so just uh, the presence of fire um, yeah is it when you look into a fire is it the warmth is it what aspect of the fire does that for you Mm. All of it. All of it. Yeah, okay. all of it. The warmth. The. I. I think it's really the energy, you know. Like yeah. If I was to really put one thing on it, which. I think anybody when we go out and have like a campfire, I mean, it entrances us. Yeah. There's something about it, and so it's, uh, if, if it's been a long time since I've been around a fire, it's so nice to be around a fire and just. See those flames, that life. Yeah. It does something something special inside. Yeah, definitely. Cool. There's like this amazing, I think because fire is a transformative element, right? It takes wood and it transforms that into other things. So mm-hmm. it's a really, it's a unique element in that mm-hmm. way, you know? Well, it does that, it fast. Huh? Yeah, does it fast. fast. Yeah, that's true. It does it very quite fast. Yeah. So like staring into it or being with it. Uh, also there's always some kind of transformation going on in the background i feel like inside of myself as well Mm. that's cool yeah okay the hurdle question Mm. what's uh what's a really big hurdle just Mm. that you've had to get through in your life 
Uh, my biggest hurdle, let's see how I feel about saying this right now being recorded. Yeah, you just share what you're comfortable mm -hmm. sharing. Well, the, the biggest hurdle has really been something that's a large gift for me and uh, has been very painful. And that has the, the result of trauma, early childhood trauma that then created a dissociation from the body. Mm. So that's been, I would say, the pain around that. And that separation has been the biggest hurdle for me. Yeah. Um, and what's interesting is on my, you know, spiritual journey is a lot of spiritual states and a lot of spiritual paths talk about transcendence. And a lot of that is a dissociation right. on one end of the spectrum. Right. And so in a way it can be a gift. Um, and I kind of took that gift as far as I could. And then, and then it was like, I went so high that all I could do was come back down. <laughs> And then I was just in my body and I was like, oh, wow. And then I, then I really learned, thought, oh, I was using that transcendence as a way in terms of dissociation. So now it's time to really get into the body and, you know, um, find joy in that and uncover all the spots in there that need loving attention. Yeah. I can uh, relate a little bit. I lived a lot of my life outside of my body. And then when it felt, when I, I realized that I was dissociated in a lot of ways and getting back into my body that's why like so much of my joy is around anything that gets me back in my body <laughs> mm. so yeah so i can relate to that how do you experience that um like my joy mm -hmm. or getting back into my body yeah that joy of getting back into your body um it's an it's a presence it's a realizing my emotions in the moment mm -hmm. rather than just being numb mm -hmm. so um yeah and i you know i experience it lots of different ways but just like just movement you know feeling alive feeling present yeah. through meditation through mountain biking through jumping in an ice cold river mm, <laughs> you know mm -hmm. yeah uh, things like that really help yeah a presence yeah totally yeah cool well thank you for sharing that you're welcome thank um, you for sharing yeah so uh what's the outlook for your life what are you what's your uh <laughs> i feel like that was a weather report no <laughs> well, well we yeah because we, we can't predict the weather, the weather. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. The outlook for my life. What do you, <laughs> I feel like I should have a one of those bigger eight balls. <laughs> it's like eight balls. Um, mm. It's a happy outlook. It looks like that. <laughs> that much. It sounds like that much. But uh, but what? Yeah. Where do you see yourself in the coming months and years? My biggest hurdle really is stepping out and sharing. Because mm. I've gone through a lot and, and done a lot of work. And uh -huh. and there's a lot of ways I can bring a lot of presence to other people and help them find those spots where they're yearning for presence that they haven't quite found out how to get there yet. Uh -huh. and Would you say connectedness is that presence too? Just yeah. yearning for connectedness mm -hmm. to themselves and mm -hmm. to other people? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so... I definitely see myself, or I know that's my calling. 
yeah. <laughs> it's there. Well, it's... the world will always need that. That's one of the yeah. fundamental human needs is to connect, you know, connect with ourselves and connect with other people. Yeah. So totally. there's always a huge need for that. Yeah, there is, especially right now for sure. But I think people are starting to maybe crave that more, like see the illusion or what we've created that has become so disconnected. Yeah. And like they're starting, they're starting to be alternatives as well. You mm -hmm. know? People are like, wow, this probably isn't all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, like people start doing yoga because they want to get fit, but then they realize, oh, well, there might be more to this, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, I guess I started yoga that way as well, you know? Like with my mom, like doing yoga and she was more into it. It didn't seem like a meditation to her, although maybe she enjoyed aspects of it. Huh. And then in college, I definitely did it to stay um, fit. Right. Which is a good reason. Yeah. But, you know, there's also aspects of just being connected, connected with yourself. And for me, it becomes a part of my meditation, a moving meditation. And I like Tai Chi personally. Like that's my moving meditation. That's how I get into my body every day. Just a few minutes of Tai Chi. Um, mm -hmm. First thing in the morning, that little bit of movement is really important for me. Yeah. Yeah, I just got into Tai Chi and I'm like totally loving it. Yeah, you told me that. We need to, I need to go join your class. Yeah, <laughs> it's really fun. I will sometime. Yeah. I love also, like in yoga, you can get some people who don't emphasize the breath. To me, the breath is super important as well. Sure. And with Tai Chi, it's just like a, a, an integral part of it. Oh, yeah. Like that you're breathing yeah. as you you're You can't breathing. not emphasize the yeah. breath with Tai Chi. Yeah. Yeah. Which is best. Which is also such a great thing for the vagus nerve, which has been um, talked about a lot recently in trauma stuff and trauma work and okay. lessen inflammation in the body and things so like that. Tell me about the vagus nerve. What, what do I you don't know? know a ton about it, but I know that um, uh, helping it, like by humming or uh, having longer exhales and inhales, hmm. can help your, settle your nervous system back into a state of relaxation yeah. and calm your body. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I heard one um, method of breathe in for four seconds and then exhale for eight. Mm -hmm. And just do that for two minutes. And after a month, it's supposed to change your nervous system. And you're, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it does. That's cool. Mm -hmm. It is cool. Yeah, pranayama is a very cool and powerful thing. Hmm. Breath work. That is pranayama breath work. Okay. Pranana pr pranayama, pranayama means breath work. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and breath work can also be really powerful and take you out of your body if you've done very much breath work. I haven't done <laughs> Some that Some breath work I stay away from because of that, at least recently. I see. It can be really strong. Interesting. Yeah. So it's definitely something to explore with um, awareness. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Mm. Was there anything else you want to share about yourself? This is just about, it's just a community podcast profile of you. and uh, <laughs> Of the like, community, one person is a reflection of the community. Well, I mean, yeah, you're part of the community, you know, the world. So mm. I think that, like, I love, I love what you're sharing, so... Mm. Yeah, the only thing left that I feel like adding just has to do with love. Just just love, like that connection to the heart and joy. And it's like it's so present and just 
you know, that we can all, all access that. Hmm. Maybe I should ask more people this. Uh, if you could share one thing with everybody, get on your soapbox. What is it? <laughs> Tell us. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it just comes from what I've already said, but just that nature is such a huge, powerful teacher, and it's something that we need to not use as a, in the mind frame of a resource, but in the mind frame of a part of our interconnected web of life. And also what can bring us like so much deep joy and connection. And that that can just really bring us into our bodies, like we've been talking about, in our own love, our own self-love. And a lot of time that that those talks about, oh, we need to find self-love or self-worth or whatever, there's a self in front of that. And a lot of times we find that love and worth that's of the deepest meaning when we let go of that self, that kind of concept of identity. Mm. Um, and so really like relaxing. Like if you're listening to this, I just want you to get up and like shake around a little bit and move your body and just be like, wow, just feel the air against your skin and how it can be fun to move around and just be silly. You learn so much faster through play than you do through work. Um, and that that's a proven fact. You can look it up. <laughs> I don't doubt that. That's awesome. Um, and when your work becomes your play, then I think that makes a full a fulfilling life, yeah, right? Yeah, totally. So. Yeah, we need more play. Absolutely. I need more play. I need you to play. Let's all play. <laughs> I do too. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Brianna, mm -hmm. for this interview, for contributing to this community podcast. Yeah. Thank you, Earth Paul. <laughs> <laughs> you beautiful earthy self. <laughs> thank you. That concludes this episode of the People Around Town Community Podcast. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I hope you take Brianna's advice and get out and play. I think I will. If you've been inspired in any way or had any thoughts, please go to iTunes, love it, leave a review, or go to peoplearoundtown.com and leave a comment. I would love to hear from you. Have an awesome day.